0: Good morning, it is Monday, October the 26th. I am Ben O'Leary, here for Marcus today, once again, to have a look at the week ahead with you all. And on this fine Monday morning, the market is up 45 points, or a little over half a percent, a bit better than the 18 points Spy Futures were suggesting, with Coca-Cola Amatil, the best of the big stuff, up 15% after receiving an offer of $12.75 a share from Coca-Cola European partners. Westpac is back in the headlines as well, with the announcement that their second half cash earnings will be reduced by $1.22 billion thanks to the settlement of the AUSTRAC investigation. That's also expected to reduce the group's set one capital ratio by 24 basis points but none of that is a big shock and the stock is only down 0.2%. On the virus front this morning down here in Victoria we have zero new cases and zero lives lost for the first time since June which is a great sight to see. All eyes now turn back on Dan Andrews after he delayed the reopening plans yesterday and the pressure is certainly mounting on the Premier to get the state back to business. The 14-day rolling average is now sitting at 3.6, which is well below that 5.0 target. And this morning, Federal Health Minister Greg Hunt urged the Premier to announce steps today to let Victoria open up in a COVID-safe way. Dan has delayed his normal daily press conference to this afternoon, apparently waiting on a batch of test results from the cluster in Melbourne's north. So we'll wait with bated breath to see what he does there. Hopefully something that takes us a little bit closer to a normal way of life. Globally, we have 12.7 million active cases and there have been 1.15 million deaths. Does make you thankful to be in Australia. Europe and the US continue to spiral out of control with the winter wave taking hold and Spain has announced a fresh state of emergency in the face of the soaring numbers with a curfew and travel bans between regions among the measures being brought in. Spain now has the highest number of infections in Western Europe with a little over a million total cases and a death toll approaching 35,000. Things getting pretty ugly there. And Italy has announced similar restrictions added on closures of cinemas gyms and pools over the weekend after registering 21,273 new cases and 128 new deaths on sunday and we've got a couple of those financial times tables in the strategy section showing just how out of control things are getting in europe and the us the deaths are creeping up too but thankfully they are still sitting below the levels of the first wave and hopefully we'll see them stay well below those levels We also have a little bit in the strategy section today about the rise of the U.S. bond yields, something that Henry talked about a little last week. Over the last week, 10-year bond yields have risen 10 basis points to 0.84%, which is the most since August. The 30-year yields are up 11 basis points to 1.64%, and the spread over the 5-year yields is the steepest since 2016, which funnily enough was the last U.S. election. And now looking to the week ahead, and it is a pretty big week on the corporate calendar. We have a handful of earnings reports, headlined by ANZ, which is the first of the big banks to report with their full year results on Thursday. Westpac follows on Monday next week, and they of course announced that impairment to earnings this morning, and NAB will report on Thursday next week outside the banks, we also see the third quarter results for Janice Henderson on Thursday this week and first quarter results from ResMed on Friday. Elsewhere, we have a host of quarterly updates starting with Northern Star and Evolution Mining tomorrow, followed by Coles and Sandfire Wednesday, Newcrest Mining, GPT and IGO Group on Thursday, and finally Origin on Friday. While AGM season is well and truly heating up with over 20 virtual presentations scheduled this week, Boral, Corporate Travel, Super Retail, JB Hi-Fi, Car Sales and AML payments are among the most interesting on that list and you can of course find the full list on our website in the strategy section and just below that you will also find a full list of the US reporting calendar this week. It's one of the biggest weeks of the results season with 183 of the S&P 500 reporting. There are plenty of big names through the week but it is Friday that is the main event with Apple, Amazon and Facebook all reporting. The dividend calendar is pretty bare this week with no major players going X and only three companies on the register. And on the economic front, we have a speech from Michelle Bullock, who is the assistant RBA governor for financial systems to the Air Chamber of Commerce tomorrow. And that is about the highlight of the week. We also have inflation numbers out Wednesday, import and export prices on Thursday and PPI and private sector credit on Friday. The US has a relatively standard week with a third quarter GDP growth rate on Thursday the main release and you can find the full list on our website with the rest of their releases, a little too long to reel off here. China has a pretty quiet week with industrial profits on Tuesday, the only scheduled release. While Japan has the Coincident Index and Leading Economic Index out today, retail sales, consumer confidence and the BOJ interest rate decision on Thursday and unemployment numbers as well as industrial production and housing starts on Friday. Over in Europe, we see the M3 money supply tomorrow, consumer confidence, economic sentiment and the ECB interest rate decision on Thursday and then the third quarter GDP growth rate as well as inflation and unemployment numbers on Friday. Friday. On the strategy section, you'll also find our technical observations as usual, no RSI buy signals this morning, and a few interesting sell signals and charts to follow, although you will have to log into the website to find them. And finally, if you're looking to absorb all of the Marcus Today media this week, you can find a recording of Chris's Ozbiz segment from this morning on the Ozbiz website, and he will be back on Friday at 9.30am, and Henry will be back on the call with Koshi this week. We'll also have Marcus and Henry sharing the duties on ABC Radio 774, at about 10.25 each morning as usual, and Marcus will be back on the podcast and the midday strategy section for each day of the rest of this week. Hopefully he's had a nice little rest and got a few grounds of golf under his belt we will also have another great buy hold and sell from tom out on thursday and of course an ask the analyst on friday with henry not sure whether it's going to be on the webinar format or back on facebook at this point keep an eye on henry's stuff to find out more information and henry will have another great on the couch podcast ready for your listening pleasure on saturday morning and that's all from me have a great week and i'll catch you next monday